This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to Women in Leadership Podcast, Episode 28. Hi, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, brand and communication strategist, also known as the Podcasting Queen. Welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to reach your full potential. Does this sound like you? You love the work you're doing and the impact you're making in your clients' lives, running your own business, being your own boss and being in control of your decisions and the clients you work with. You absolutely love that. However, one thing that can send you into a tailspin is when it comes to technology, especially when it comes to keeping up to date with everything. And don't even get you started when it comes to technology not working and doing what it's supposed to do. Can you relate? Well, if you can, you are in for a treat today. Joining me on the show today is tech coach and IT girl, Megan Yammer. She's a thought leader in the world of technology and its uses. An educator and techno geek, Megan combined her passions for education education and technology and founded Tech Coach HQ, working with individuals and businesses to improve processes and embrace the productivity that technology has to offer. On today's show, Megan is going to share digital literacy, why it's important for you to embrace today's technology, social media and why engagement is so important and not just exist as a static entity in the social media realm, as well as digital organization, why it's crucial for you to have systems and processes in place to effectively manage your business. Let's welcome Megan to the show. Welcome, Megan. Uh, Thank you for having me, Anne-Marie. So a couple of milestones, which I'm really proud to be able to share on your behalf. You were recently invited to become a Microsoft SMB ambassador and being recognized yourself as an influencer. And of course, that's how we met. So congratulations with that. (laughs) You're the founder of Tech Made Simple Facebook community, and that's the place where entrepreneurs and small to medium business owners can get answers to their technology questions. And you're also a contributing writer about technology for leaders and heels. Well, that is very impressive. Thank you. I, look, I love writing and, and I've been uh, writing for certain publications on and off. And I really get to enjoy sharing my knowledge and information with other women. Yes. And encouraging them to be not afraid of technology and making it simple and, and empowering women mm. to understand that, you know, it's one bite at a time and they just need to go for it. Yeah. And I think in this day and age with the technology that is at our fingertips, there's so many different tools, apps that can support us in automating, in streamlining, in getting our processes up and running so that we don't have to do a lot of things that that we are doing. Yet, as I mentioned in the introduction, there are so many of my colleagues and even clients that when it comes to technology, it is really scary because there are so many new things coming to the market and it's really hard to keep up at times it is and often I'll say just choose one thing you're going to focus on mm-hmm. um, because it can easily 
A, be overwhelming, but B, it can change so rapidly. So, you know, if you're talking about social media, the changes to Facebook, the changes to Instagram, you've got to focus on one thing Mm -hmm. and also join communities where someone else can do all the research for you and tell you the things that you need to know. Yeah, it certainly is. Have you always been someone that loved technology from a young age or as you've gotten older, you've kind of then tapped into, oh, these these tools are interesting. How how has the journey progressed for you? The journey has been quite an interesting one. I uh, grew up in Tasmania and then I moved to Melbourne to study uh, music education. So Mm -hmm. I became a qualified music teacher and came out and I was – even in my degree, I was fascinated by um, music technology. And then when I started teaching, it was how to engage my students um, and how can I make things easier. Mm-hmm. So I've you know won several awards and, and being recognised by several different companies for achievement in that area. And it was it was just interesting. I had a light bulb moment back two thousand six, two thousand and seven, that my biggest passion was teaching adults or training adults how to use technology because I noticed. Um, the inspiration actually came from my mum. I, you know, I live in Melbourne now, and mm. and I'd be doing tech support to my mum in Tasmania. Mm-hmm. And uh, like with many women uh, who become tech support for their parents, and uh, it can be very frustrating, uh, especially trying to do it over the phone. Mm. Um, but that's where I started my inspiration for my business, which I um, I started consulting about 2006, 2007. But then really it. it the business got started officially, Tech Coach HQ, three years ago. And I just noticed a huge gap, even just with teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of my passions is helping educators uh, develop their digital literacy so that they can benefit their students and obviously in the workforce. So mums returning back to the workforce is one of my, my biggest passions um, and upskilling because if you've been away from the workforce using technology it can change so much Mm, and it's really important to to help them we'll dive into talking about digital literacy i mean it is very important to to embrace those tools but just to give you an example the other day i was visiting my elderly mother she is 96 turning 97 in in september in a hostel she's just taking some time out and she did not grow up even i did not grow up with any computers at all yet here i was able to pull out my smartphone my brother is overseas traveling, um, you know, Europe and everything. And so I was able to show her on my iPhone all of the photos that he'd uploaded to Facebook. Now, for her, that was an absolute thrill because she's missing him. But being able to see him and his wife and friends that they're traveling with just allowed her to to really connect to them as well as show her all the latest uh, up-to-date photos of all her great-grandchildren. Technology really is amazing. And she's just amazed. I mean, she's just way too old to to learn it. But it really is amazing. An amazing tool. So let's dive in. Talk about digital literacy. Why is it important for us to embrace today's technologies in our business? The reason it's important is that if we don't, our customers are already, most of them are digital. Mm. So if we don't interact with them on a digital platform, it doesn't work for all businesses, um, but like in the accounting industry, in real estate, law, our clients are on those platforms and so if we don't get on those or update our knowledge our clients will simply go somewhere else because mm-hmm. we can't speak the same language so yes. that so being able to talk the same language is really important i'm not saying that you need to know about absolutely everything and obviously your curiosity or your love of learning will push you further in terms of learning more about digital but my biggest thing is and i'll always come back to it 
is choose one thing. Mm-hmm. Work on that one thing. It's like taking a prescription. I like to call myself the app pharmacist. And, you know, um, I always prescription for six weeks. So you have to go away and try it for six weeks. And you can't tell me, oh, it doesn't work unless you've used it for six weeks. Mm-hmm. Because it takes time to create those digital habits. Too often people go, oh, it's not working. Like, well, no, actually you haven't tried it for long enough. Yeah. Uh, and you've got to work through. And yes, there will be hurdles and, and things like that. But mm-hmm. um, especially for women, I notice that a lot of my friends and, and uh, clients and colleagues, their partners are in IT and they'll say, oh, you know, why don't you just get it? I've, I've yes. shown you once. That's all I need to show you. <laughs> and and my my philosophy is we all have different ways of learning. Mm. And sometimes we might just need a gentle reminder, but I think that's where a lot of people get really disgruntled and just like, oh, I can't do it. And they've given up before they've even tried. And it's because they've had an experience with someone and they're saying, oh, look, you just can't do it. Like, you mm. know. Just, just give it to me. I'll just do it for you. And that's where the problem starts. Yeah, it is so true, you know, the fact that we want to at least have an awareness and on how to use some key tools for our business. And I love the way that you've said, and, and so many people have, ha, you know, have, have said this on each show. So it is absolutely key. Start with something, learn about it, tweak it to the point that you are familiar with it rather than trying to embrace everything at once. One thing that you did say, and I want to just emphasize this is so important, that if you you're not online if you don't have the ability to to use some of these key tools there may be customers who are talking about you in a good way and sometimes you know people are now going to social media and, and kind of sharing their disgruntlement and you need to be there to be able to, to deal with it but I'll give you an example I remember years ago one of my colleagues she was very unfamiliar with social media but we she sort of dipped her toe into the pool and she started kind of going to this forum where she knew her ideal clients were hanging out and one of her clients had written this beautiful comment about how impressed they were. She she does um, tinting for cars, how beautiful the car looked, how professional the service was and that she would recommend and that my colleague did not ask this client to do that. But here was this wonderful comment. And so underneath the forum, you know, my co- colleague, she typed underneath that, look, thank you so much for that, you know, and, and gave some hints and tips. And just seeing that, conversation going on there on that forum was huge for her business because she got a lot of inquiries and um, subsequent business from that conversation on that forum. Now, had she not been there, she would never have been able to find it and tap into this conversation about her business. For me, you know, the business has been going over three years now and and there's certain uh, pieces of software that I'm well known for. Mm. Uh, And so people will go, oh, Megan, what's the app for that? Like, I just need an app to do this. <laughs> uh, and someone will tag my name on certain Facebook groups yep. that I belong to uh, in Victoria. So business, 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 yep. um, ultimate business support. I'm a business owner in Victoria. So people will tag my names. And again, like you said, I had um, with my Tech Made Simple group, we celebrated our, our one-year anniversary and uh, for starting the group. And someone wrote back, you know, thank you so much, Megan, for setting this group up. Mm. And several people actually got on and go, Thank you for, you know, giving back of your time and your mm-hmm. effort. And, and it was beautiful to watch. And I and I stopped and thought it was like, you know, I was getting a bit disgruntled. I was like, oh, I want my numbers to be higher. And, mm. and I, I, am, I, am I impacting anyone? Is anybody, you know, listening out there? Mm-hmm. But that, that post really brought home that it has made a difference. And a lot of people lurk in that group because they love watching the comments that, you know, the questions because 
they don't always feel comfortable to write things, mm-hmm. but when they need help, they know that they come into that group and just ask those questions. Yeah. There are a lot of people who do tend to lurk and, and, and this is a great, you know, conversation to have too. And we can dive into the next point here about social media and why engagement is so important, not to just exist as the static entity, but to, to have conversations, to have comments, to share, because there, there'll often be times, and I've had that too, where I've posted something a number of times and I'm thinking, Thinking and different messages and I'm thinking oh I wonder if anyone's reading and reading it and then you get a message a private message that says you know I'm so glad that you know thank you so much for the message I was having a really down day today and this has really inspired me you just don't know the lives that you're able to touch and, and support so I think you know for those of you who are trying and dipping your toe in don't be disillusioned there are people there that uh, are appreciating your message even though they may not be saying so so let's talk about about engagement why is that and so important I, I call it like the yellow pages mm-hmm. um, you know yes it's all very well to have a yellow pages listing but if you don't do anything with it yeah um, it's the same with especially LinkedIn is a perfect example it's all very well to have a LinkedIn profile but and, and just a tip to go with that you can actually look up something called uh, social selling index SSI and we'll, we'll put the link in the podcast but mm-hmm. that can means you can actually track how well you actually are doing on LinkedIn do you reply to comments? Do you add your own posts? What you know? What's your engagement on LinkedIn? And that's a really good, it's a free tool, um, a really good way stat of how well do you engage? How do you build relationships? Mm. And and so for me, LinkedIn. Yes, you could have a LinkedIn profile, but it's no good just leaving it static because it's not going to do anything. It's like having an invisible. You might as well be an invisible. Yes. Now I'm just going to back up a little bit and be a little bit cheeky. I know that there are a number of people who are listening who are overseas and who may be at a certain age that don't even know what is yellow pages. Do they even exist? Well, yellow pages really doesn't exist in, 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 in Australia anymore. You might get it, but it's more online. Yellow pages in Australia is a online or well, it used to be a physical directory that we would get for certain regions of Australia and that's where you'd go and look up people's business numbers mm-hmm. or the white pages with our residential. You know, if you didn't have, you know, your number in um, these books, you didn't, didn't exist. <laughs> you didn't exist. And it's, and, it, and again, it, the tra- it's how it transfers to, you know, online. If it, if it, you can't be found and I've, I've talked to several of my clients. Yes, they have a LinkedIn profile, but they have no image. Mm. And it's like, you might as well be nobody because yes. how can you engage? And people will check. I've, it's really interesting who checks out my LinkedIn profile because often they are looking to see what 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 do I actually share? Who am I connected to? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really interesting point. And I've had several people private message me like, I would love to work with you. I'd like to have a meeting with you because of the connections I have. And that, and that makes it, and you think, really? You know, but having said that, Oh, they'll be like, I notice, you know, a, a fellow colleague, you must be all right, for, you know, for you two to be connected. So, um, and I had that uh, as an example last year. And, and one of the guys goes, the only reason we're having this meeting is one, because we're connected through a mutual connection. And number two was your LinkedIn profile was up to date. And they can and that- probably see you engaging, commenting, sharing yeah. things. So it's not just this profile that sits there stagnant. You know, no, not. Mm. and you know, I think also too, it, it's like having a conversation. If you imagine that you're at a networking event 
and you are just sitting there, if you don't talk or respond to people when they comment or like or whatever it is, we would consider that rude, wouldn't we? Because we would expect someone to respond if they communicate to us. And similarly, if we're not engaging online, it's almost like we are being very quiet and yeah, not responding. Let's talk about regularly posting because I think that also too is very, very de- debatable. I've heard people go, well, I've set up my profile and I'm posting regularly. And so how much is regularly? Oh, well, at least once a week. What do you say to that? Yes, you are regularly posting, but uh, you're easily forgotten. and It, it easily would disappear mm. in everyone's feed. It's like, you know, reading the newspaper. If you're going to post an ad once a week, it's not going to get noticed. Mm-hmm. In order for people to be fresh of mind or front of mind, then you are going to need to post on a regular basis. I manage uh, social media for some clients. If I don't post on a regular basis, especially for um, Instagram, then people would forget about our brand. Mm. So how so regularly are you posting then to, to have that level of impact? At least once a day, if not mm-hmm. more. Yeah. Um, and it, again, but with Instagram, it's not just about posting, it's about commenting on other people's posts. Mm. Um, you know, yes, you can just, uh, and it's and it's very one-way traffic. If you're just posting and you're not then engaging with others, then, you know, it's, it's a really interesting. And also to, just to see, like with Instagram, especially with keywords, you know, um, yes. like with the hashtags, what hashtags are you using to reach out to an audience that might not have ever seen your Post. I guess business. Mm, that's so, so true. In fact, I, I mean, I do post regularly and, and share obviously the podcasts and the wonderful guests that we have on the show. You will be will be madly promoting you next week, Megan. But I have to say that that's one thing that I need to do. I mean, I respond to people who comment to, to me because that's like they've reached out, they've said something or they've left a comment. And so, you know, I, I certainly respond to those. However, for me, I know that's something that I need to do more more with intention is to, to look at other posts and, and make comments. So there's always, you know, and, and why I share this is because no matter where you are at, even, and I love technology, so we could geek out for hours, I'm sure, <laughs> Megan, there are always things that you can learn. There are always intentions and, and you know, with more purpose that you can do. So we're always learning and growing and, and doing that. So no matter what level that you are in, in your business. Let's talk about something else that you specialize in as well, digital organization. It really is crucial for us to have systems and processes in place, isn't it? it it's definitely, um, and especially I, I just had a client call this morning with one of my clients and, and we're talking about um, curating content. And so if you find a website or an article, what do you do with it and how you file it? And um, I watched SBS actually on Tuesday night and it was about hoarding. And you know what's not often talked about is digital hoarding. And Ooh. I think it's a huge issue <laughs> because nobody sees except when my clients, when I see my clients and I look at their desktops or their, you know, or their mobile devices like their iPads or whatever and, and I go, um, <clears throat> do we need to talk about filing? <laughs> and and they are ashamed because for me it is like walking into a room that is a floor to ceiling worth of paper mm. like all you know, and you can't see anything. In fact, one of my clients was deleting files off her desktop because she couldn't find anything. Yeah. And and it was really sad. I was like, no, we don't need to do that. And But because – and I set up folders for her. Mm-hmm. Because she hasn't got into the digital habit of filing stuff, it's really hard for her to maintain. Yes. 
That is so true. I mean, you know, and look, I'm sort of thinking, Megan, have you gone and looked behind the covers of my computers? There, there'll be times where, I, I mean, this is an area that I can so Im improve. You know, when you create a file and you do file, file it, yet you don't actually have a structure or a proper system. And you're thinking, now, where did I file it? What did I call that file? So that search, the search feature to find files for me and doc documents is uh, so important. But it is absolutely true. I mean, how often are we not filing things, deleting things that no longer, you know, is needed? Oh, absolutely. And, but it, it, that, that, that digital hoarding concept, mm. we, we might need it. Yes. We might, need it. we might need it one day and so we're going to keep hold of it. I think you need to do a tech tip on some of the how you're structuring and how you're uh, in one of the shows, how you're doing just some basic tools that you might. I think you need to do an article on that, the digital hoarding. <laughs> yes. I actually have done an article on hoarding, uh, on digital hoarding, because I said people, you know, and, and people are quite, quite sheepish. I said, um, so how do you file? And they're like, oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, what do you mean, <laughs> filing? <laughs> As in, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it, the thing is, because nobody can see it, it's not like walking into someone's house where you can't move mm -hmm. and, and what it does and I and when I worked with clients and we've done that tidy up process it's like oh I can find stuff I mm. can think properly now yeah and it's really made a difference yes yeah, it has. I remember years ago, um, one of my colleagues was an RTO and, oh my goodness, the records and the documentation that they need to keep and has to be so in order. And, you know, one of the things that she taught was that you can have like a format with all the different headings and all everything needs to be coded and everything, but you can then link files to a main header. So it makes it so easy to go and, and locate just, you know, at a click of a button. And I started doing that. Um, didn't take long to go back to old habits so I'll, I'll have to to start doing that again I know I do know for my surface though I'm being very anal when it comes to that and I thought this is a fresh you know tool and I'm going to be very mindful in how I'm, I'm using it so what last words of advice would you like to leave with everyone today I, I think that I think that for my thing is um, try one tool and mm. try it for six weeks um and you know that i think that's a really good thing and for me looking back at my business um get the systems and processes in place when you start if you can if not get some help you know especially with that digital organization i think it really makes a difference and digital coaching which is what i do is so niche because and people don't know where to start it's like i don't know what i don't know yes. how do i ask for help when i don't know what i don't know yeah, that's right. And, you know, sometimes spending some time with you, there are so many different tools or specific tools. You can narrow it down really quickly or show someone the steps and how to do something. And it's like, oh, my goodness, you have just saved me 10 minutes and I can just now do it in 10 seconds. Now, if we add that up over a day, over a week, over, you know, a quarter, a year, that can save us so much time. It, it can, yeah. and and you know what? That's that's the scary thing, and and also the confidence in me. It's actually a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. You know, I I think back to one of my clients who's still one of my clients. You know, two years later, and we we catch up for a coaching session every so often. The amount of help people she has helped, she's helped a partner, she's helped the community around her. Mm -hmm. She is so much more confident. Like she said, oh, I'm going to be so proud of me. I even programmed my car's Bluetooth in the past. I wouldn't have even touched it. Wow. Um, but I have more confidence now to use technology. Yes, yes, 
It's so, so that true. ripple on effect, not just using the tools that I taught her, but actually having the confidence, A, to teach others, and, mm-hmm. and she does that really well now. Um, like she, she, you know, uses Twitter and t- we're doing video tools now. So, and, and she's just grown in confidence. And you know what? For me, the impact in the community is a really powerful thing. Fantastic. So how can people get in touch with you? I have my uh, website, uh, www.techcoachhq.com.au. Bit of a mouthful. Um, and I'm on all the social media platforms, but I have a great group called Tech Made Simple. It's all one word. And this is my group for small, medium business owners, startups and entrepreneurs, teaching you how to use technology made simple. And that's, you know, that's my, my biggest dream uh, in the next two years is to do a TED talk mm. on digital literacy because it's so important. And in Australia, actually, this year, it's the National Year of Digital Inclusion. So teaching people really? um, how to be uh, digitally literate. That's fantastic. Well, we'll put all of the links on how to connect with you and, of course, to that uh, Facebook group that you're talking about. I think everyone should be part of that uh, because I don't I know about you guys listening, but I know that there's sometimes I think, help, how do I do this? You know, as sometimes you inadvertently you push some buttons on your screen and all of a sudden you're looking at an upside down screen. I don't know if you've had that before and you think, oh, my gosh, what have I just done? Uh, anyway, that's just one of the things that I have done in the past, but and I'm sure you have too, so make sure that you click through annemariecross.com forward slash podcast 28, annemariecross.com forward slash podcast 28 and uh, join and connect with uh, Megan there. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Anne-Marie. Now, as you know, over the last couple of shows, I'm inviting my fellow Microsoft brand ambassadors to share their tech tip and how we can use technology, whether it be the Microsoft Surface, an app or a process or a tool that will help us streamline our businesses. Now, if you're using a Microsoft Surface Pro and you've got a favorite app or you're, that you're using in your business, let me know. Send an email to podcast at annemariecross.com, podcast at annemariecross.com. Without any further ado, let's dive in to today's tech tip. And Megan, we've got you here again today sharing a tech tip. So what are you sharing with us today? I'm sharing a tip for Windows 10 and that's called a virtual desktop. So most people, uh, if you haven't discovered already, there is a great little icon next to Cortana. Now, Cortana is Windows uh, 10 voice recognition, and it kind of looks like three little boxes right next to that thing. Great thing about having a virtual desktop is you can actually set up several different ways of managing your workflow. And what I mean about that is you might have a desktop that you're working for Word documents and research. Second one might be your social media. The third one might be another program you're working on. And so on the right-hand side, once you touch that button, you can set up a new desktop and move things around and easily see what software you have in each of those programs. So it's really, Mm. you don't have to really set it up except you've got to touch that icon. And once you do that, in the right-hand corner, it says plus new desktop, and then you start using your apps and things that you you'd like to work on there and then a new desktop if you'd like that and if you hold it down you can quickly have a preview and see what actually apps that you're running in those programs so really easy way and it's much less cluttered rather than having 
20,000 applications open all at the one time, yes. you're going to actually have it streamlined. Fantastic. And uh, Megan, are we going to have a video on that? I'm just in the process of shooting it at the moment. So yes, there will be a video on this, um, exactly how to use it um, step by step. And uh, we'll be releasing it to match the podcast. Yeah, fantastic. So a reminder, if you want to go and see the, the video, you need to go to annemariecross.com forward slash podcast 28. And we will embed that in the show notes. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And we're going to have you back on the show, I think, to, to share more of your tech tips. Thanks for I that. Love, I love being there. Thank you very much for having me. Now, before we leave um, the end of this podcast, just a reminder for those of you who are in service-based business and, and you really want to expand your business, yet one of the reasons you're not doing so is you haven't yet figured out what your signature program is. Go across and register for one of my upcoming Breakthrough Roundtables where we will help you nut out your step-by-step -step signature program that you can then develop into VIP days, home study programs, or group coaching programs. All you need to do is go to annemariecross.com forward slash your signature program annemariecross.com forward slash your signature program that brings us to the end of another show i do hope you'll join me again next week remember to subscribe to our itunes channel because that means that you will be the first to know when we have another great interview out so all you need to do is go to annemariecross.com forward slash podcast itunes annemariecross.com forward slash podcast itunes we'll put all of those links on our show notes also while you're over there could you do us a favor would you comment and rate the show leave a comment there and rate the show why because we think you're super awesome and, and that would be such a, um, a benefit for us in getting our message out to so many other women and men of course too I know that there's a lot of men who are listening to this podcast it helps us get our message out so we can empower and inspire more men and women across the globe until next week have a fabulous week see you Megan Bye. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.